It's Wednesday, July 1st. It's Canada Day, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss Canada Day celebrations of the days past, doing comedy in a strip club, the quote-unquote new normal, the daily dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And we kick it off with my alter ego singing a love song about Costco, Jenny G. Well, I feel so nervous, but I just can't wait. It's strange for me to feel both love and hate. You're unlike anything I've ever seen. You're always so busy, but I can't stay away. Costco, Costco. Tub of mayo will be enough. Ooh, the first sample. Don't mind if I do. It's tuna on a cracker in a paper cup. Keep eating samples, I'm gonna be a large. I'll burn calories walking in my car. I park so far. Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the... Fuck some comedy <laughs> hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful. 
Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show You and me belong Just like the flowers Laughing all day long People I need to lose Sing a little song Then take a shower Julian Dion It's a a show It's not an hour, it's a show Okay To all the fellow Canadians out there watching. Yeah, happy Canada Day. Good morning, Gen Z. Happy Canada Day. Good morning. We are broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. It's uh, Canada Day. Oh, I just saw we got a reply from Derek. He's up. I know. <laughs> After the all, all those discussions we have about I know. texting in the morning or in the night, I resisted. We got a text from Derek this morning or last night. I was going to text at 5 a.m. I'm like, let me hold off. And then Jen replied, bing, bing, <laughs> bing, bing, bong, bong, bing. Two. Two of them. Anyway, yes, we are live on Facebook. As always, Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Available on demand on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Everywhere you get your podcasts. As of 9.30 a.m. Eastern, the whole world, 234, come on. Such a catchy tune. Very much is a very catchy tune. What? Very, very. The... So, Canada Day. Canada Day. A very different Canada Day this year. Yeah, there won't be many celebrations, or at least in person. Uh, here in Wakefield, there is, of course, I mentioned it the last couple broadcasts. There's a virtual Canada Day celebration from the community center here in Wakefield from 4 p.m. up until 10 p.m. 
There'll be uh, digital perf- digital performances, I guess, yeah. Virtual live streaming from various musicians and storytellers and poets and some pre-recorded things. I submitted a, a fang for it, mm-hmm. a little eight-minute comedy skit. It was good. Skit. It's good. I saw no, a sneak pre- a preview. Pre- you know how people say skit and you're like, ooh, what's a skit? How did I not pick up on that? Who says skit? A lot of people. I'm not wearing red because it messes up the camera here. I've got just a little webcam, so it makes me look orange. Weird, weirdly orange. Okay. So, but I have a pocket square here. I don't know if you can tell. Is it Canada? Can you tell? Let me see here. It's kind of festive. I mean, it's a Canada bandana. Bandana. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> get it together. It's such a get together. Yeah, a little bit. You see? No? I don't a know. Petit peu. Breathing heavy in the mic this morning. <laughs> Maybe you should turn off this incense. Hot boxing. This yeah, it's maybe not the best inhale. You but say that every time. Hey. Every single change Silka the says, record. Hey, you guys, happy Canada Day. Thank you, Silka. Thank you, Germany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is Canada Day. We, the last three years, haven't done anything because we moved into our house on July 1st, 2017. So every can- the first year was just, it was an empty house and we we're just so thrilled mm-hmm. to be homeowners. We just kind of did nothing and worked around the house. The year after that, same deal. It's cutting wood in the backyard. Last I don't remember last year. Were were we here? Yeah, it's a very good question. I don't remember. Anyway, this year You know what's funny is we're in a m- pandemic. Remember when you were younger, you always knew where you were. It was such a big deal. Like I was watching people well, I guess it's not quite the same. I saw people getting, you know, supplies for Canada Day. And I remember doing that. Well, I, I think it was a big deal for you having grow, gr- grown up. In Ottawa, because mm-hmm. it's never felt like a big deal to me. It felt like a reason to drink when you're younger. Like, oh, right. all right, Canada Day, fucking party, <laughs> man. You're gonna get wasted. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're younger, you do that thing. Like the more the the more wasted you uh, predict, you will be the better. Yeah. Like we're f- we're puking tonight, man. Yeah, Canada Day, man. We're gonna barf <laughs> on the beach. So we would, I don't know, I guess there's fireworks and stuff where I was from in shitty New Brunswick, but I don't remember it being a big thing. Maybe I'm just, bless no, you. No, I've heard that from lots of different people. But in Ottawa, I remember the first Canada Day in Ottawa, the first, I think it was like 2002 or three. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. It's crazy. Hundreds of thousands of people literally in the streets and uh, just drinking in the streets were just... It was like a free-for-all. Yeah. I haven't gone since because it's not my scene. Nah. I don't do crowds. I prefer to avoid them. That sounds so pretentious. I don't do crowds or lineups. I don't wait in line. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'd rather a small, like I like a small gathering. Yeah, a little backyard shindig. Puke right in your backyard. Why go puke in public? <laughs> in a dirty outhouse. Ugh. Well, because that's one of the reasons I don't like crowds is the outhouses. Oh, yeah, because you're a female. Well, I'm sure you don't enjoy it either. I just whip it out and pish anywhere. Oh, right. 
Yeah, it's not, you don't have to. No, but you probably don't like the outhouses either. No, I've only had one good experience in a hout, out, hout house. And a hout house there, sound uh, super French. <laughs> you did. And a hout house, uh, I got really, I uh, went to a concert one time and there was, uh, <laughs> we went to Ottawa Blues Fest, I think in 2009 or 10 maybe. Black Keys were playing and it was a complete washout, like just a monsoon. Is that a monsoon? Is that the right word? Mm. Or pontoon? Pontoon? No, pontoon's a boat. Right. <laughs> Big rainstorm, heavy downpour, and so we, uh, Tim Green and I, my buddy Tim, I don't, I don't think I should mention his name, but it's too late. We're live. <laughs> he, uh, we went and uh, hot boxed a, what you call it? We were just talking no. about it. An outhouse? Yes. Gross. I know, but you don't care when you're. It's we're, we're, everything was just a huge downpour and. Uh, Everyone was running to the outhouses for cover or anywhere. And so we just ran in hotboxed in an outhouse. The well, p- or at least you didn't... It's kind of like an air freshener in a way. Yeah, the people in the other outhouses next to us were like, smells good over there. I don't know why they have a southern accent, but... It sounded a bit southern, southern mixed with French. It sounds good over there. Yeehaw, shit. <laughs> anyway, so it's Canada Day. I think we're going to go on the river today. Hey? Yes, we are. We're going to go. Uh, I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah, see? Yeah, we're going to go on a kayak in the middle of the river, social distance, and have a couple beers in the middle of the river. Is it kayak or kayak? Oh, probably kayak. Excuse me. Oh, that was not pleasant to listen to. I really to. thought I was muting the mic there. No. You weren't. Anywho's. Oh, shit. Am I recording? Yes, we are. You'd think we would learn. Phew. Phew, Magoof. So March to April to May to June. So we're going on our fourth month doing these daily shows. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. It's amazing never, we have anything else to say to each other. N- never. Well, the rest of the day we just sit there. <laughs> Silence. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Remember when we started? No way I would have thought... Oh, it'll still be a pandemic in July. I know. I thought of that today because it's a new month. Like July really feels like a big distance from March 14th. It's so gross when I wipe my... Yes, I'll resume that thought after. But I take these sips from... I have a protein shake here that you made me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then because I have this mustache right now and this whole facial hair that I haven't trimmed <laughs> so the mustache hairs are really long so yeah. every time I take a sip of my shake it goes in my mustache and then I have these Kleenex here that I wipe my mouth down after it's so gross it looks like I have some sort of condition I can't imagine having hair on my face I Where find that like, so weird yeah queen it is weird really weird mm-hmm <laughs> what else, Jenny? I know. I'm like, oh, is this the day? We have nothing to talk about? I'm just used to you leading the charge. I am. I just, uh, well, I don't know. It's Canada Day. Go ahead. Comment below and let us know what your <laughs> plans are today. And uh, let us know what's happening over there. Mm. Are you, how, how, 
Are you, how is everyone feeling about gathering in small groups outside? Do you? I think most people are okay with it. Yeah. It's, what the, about the sharing snacks and? Well, you don't use your hands, you use your mouth. You, you, you bob for apples, but in the mm. chip bowl instead. Bob for chips? I think the concept of a bubble family is so weird. We're bubble, bubble people. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how that's a thing. Okay. Well, I mean, Which you have part? 15 people. Let's say you're bubbling. What is it? 10 people? What are the rules? I don't know anything. I know. They is there changed, still a pandemic? They changed, is COVID over? I feel like they change all the time. Like, you can't we do shows now with an audience of 50? Yes. Okay. And Socially can't distant we have, 50. I know for sure that we can have... I'm pretty sure. I'm almost 100% sure we can have gatherings outside up to 10 people. Yeah. So 50 inside, but 20 outside. Uh, see, nothing makes sense. 50 inside, yeah, I know, it's true. But 10 outside, or 20? I'm doing a backyard Maybe. show on Saturday. Oh, yeah, in right. In Gatineau, literally in somebody's backyard on a small stage for 20 people. That'd and I was bring, I'm bringing my own mic, because fuck that, I'm not sharing a mic. Mics are so gross. Mics are gross in a pre-pandemic world. Yeah. In a mid-pandemic. Good point. Yeah, I know. It's, but I felt weird talking about it. We have a group message with with the comedians performing, and nobody's mentioning anything about the mics. I'm like, I'm bringing my own mic if that's cool. And then they were like, "Is it wireless?" I'm like, "Oh shit, no. Their their setup is wireless. I have to bring a mic, mic cord, everything." So I, but I am. I don't want to share a microphone. So how's that gonna work? You're gonna. I don't know. I guess I'll go there early, maybe, and set up. Your my own. mic, maybe I'll go drop it off in the afternoon or, or something, and then I, I have no idea. Well, I mean, small logistics, it's easy to no, figure no, out. No, no, I mean, in between the show, when you get introduced, if somebody else is using a different mic, are you going to just plug it in in between? It'll lot already plugged in. If, oh, they're, if they're using a wireless gotcha. mic. Yeah. Gotcha. Can you imagine? They're like, all right, Julian Dion. I'm like, hold on, and like with a big wire trying to like <laughs> plug everything. New COVID world. But no, I, w- I want to share them. Uh, I don't want to share a microphone. Yeah, and I no, get that. No offense to anybody, but mics were gross before. I think that'll change my perspective after. I think I might always bring a mic to gigs. You'll be like those. Well, those it's divas. gross. They smell. Like Barbara Streisand always has her own microphone. There, it's always like a sparkly. Yeah, but I don't think it's a diva thing. No, I think I'm it's just teasing. a. a, a it's just cl- it's my own. I'm the only one that used it. Actually, it's the mic you're using right now. It's that Shore 58. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what's you? Sometimes you do a show. It's so gross. You get on stage and you can smell the mic. It just smells I like know. hot breath. So disgusting. it smells like the back of the throat breath, like halitosis almost. Ew. Because it's it's multiple people spitting. You are spitting when you're talking. No matter how careful you are, you're you're spitting in the mic. Yeah. And sometimes you grab the mic and there's a dis- there's a clear smell to it. It's like, okay, this smells like somebody's throat. So yucky. Vanessa Passmore says, working in the studio myself today, not up to any crowds, going to hang low. Nice. And yeah, very smart <clears throat> to bring your own mic. Never thought of that. It's probably full of germs. It's so gross. And it w- like I said before, I would th- I you'd think about it for 2 seconds and then you start performing and you kind of forget. Sometimes your mouth touches it and stuff cuz oh, I yeah. I often eat the mic on stage depending on how hot it is, but for the most part I eat it. So 
I'm bringing my own on Saturday. And that, but I feel weird about it. I'm like, fuck, don't feel weird. Just own it. Oh yeah. Vanessa, I want to, uh, uh, cause I'm going to get a compressor and I want, I want her input on the settings because I don't know what I'm doing when it comes, there's so many knobs and stuff on that thing. So, uh, I'll message you privately and see if you can, I just want a, tr- just a classic vocal compressor setting on my compressor limiter. And uh, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, sharing mics. I think now from now on, I will, for the most part, bring a wired mic. Yeah. I I prefer wired too over wireless, always. There's this uh, thing that it seems better to have a wireless, but I don't trust them. Yeah, Wireless mics are the work of the devil. <laughs> I always prefer even uh, when I'm given the option, even on big theater shows or TV tapings, Unless it's not available, I will I will request a wired mic. Yeah, you're guaranteed clear sound. It won't cut out. Of course, you have that wire to deal with, but who cares? It's there's something nice about the wire when you're used to it. Yeah, it's weird not having a wire. Like it, most comics will say, wired mic is pr- preferable, but many don't care. Like I don't. It's not a a big deal to me, but if you gave me a choice, I'd go cord. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to the guy organizing it. His name is uh, Jonathan Laniel. He's commented and shared the show a bunch. He he watches from time to time and it's literally in his backyard in Gatineau. Ah, cool. It's a pretty good lineup of comics too. And uh, it should be fun. But yeah, I'm going to be the weird one bringing my own mic. (laughs) I think everyone... Why why the laugh there? (laughs) Because I know, but I wouldn't worry about it. You know, I think, remember when we went for that dinner in March right before the lockdown happened and you went to shake your dad's friend's hand that you'd never met before? Yeah, and I forced him to and, shake it. Well, right, but he was, I think whenever you're the first to kind of start acting different, you feel weird, but then it's good because if you don't do that, then other people are... It's just a nice reminder that everything is not normal right now. Yeah. And, and it's good to be extra careful. Like I've forgotten, accidentally forgotten my mask and then I'll go out and then I'll be like, oh, and then I see somebody wearing a mask. You know, you, you kind of have to have people acting different so that everybody's reminded that things are different. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the- you know what? At the end of the day, who cares what people think? You said that so fast. The end of the day. <laughs> you know what? The end of the day. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, the only thing when when if let's say that you're using there's only one wired mic and you bring your own, it will cause that two seconds of discomfort in the beginning. Yeah, you know how you sometimes take the mic off the stand and something happens, you flick it off by accident, and it's not even a weird moment, but the audience is like, oh my! It just everybody's like weirded out by that awkward like two seconds, and then you're like, oh. <laughs> And you know how to plug in a microphone, but for some reason, all of a sudden, you you don't know. You're like, <laughs> that you're making these jokes. Nobody hear. They just hear your mouth moving. <laughs> <laughs> then it cl- it clicks in. Pop, click, poop. There, hi, hi, everybody. Oh. oh, one of the worst things when doing a show is when the audio goes out because you don't know when it's going to come back on. So you still want to say something, but you don't want to get into like a full on bit because then. If it comes back on in the middle of it, then that, you know, ruins, not ruins, but it kind of ruins that bit. Yeah. Uh, and I think so even though, awkward. even if you handle it okay, like uh, back to the uh, 
I'm just picturing, let's say there's just one mic cord, one mic, one mic stand, and I bring my own mic. So they introduce me. The MC then disconnects the mic, and then I go up, and then I have to... I mean, it's quick. It's up to you to make it like not weird, but I think there's still that small window of time the audience feels uncomfortable. They're like, Ugh. I don't know why. Or am I projecting? Probably you're just, yeah, not projecting. I think you're probably just, you know how everything feels longer when you're on stage and a bigger deal? Yeah. But when the way I see it is we're, we're in charge and the crowd just goes with along with whatever you're doing. And when, you know, you're a good comic who's confident and everything else, you get up and they just go along with whatever you're doing. doesn't yeah. matter. You can joke about everything, too. I noticed Derek is uh, watching right now. And, oh, yeah, Derek says, it's true. So I was just saying when the mic cuts out, because it's happened to all of us, like, multiple times, right? Something happens where the mic doesn't work. It's always on the punchline. That Well, that's exactly what he just oh, really? said. <laughs> he goes, and it always happens right before the punchline. It's it's crazy, the timing. I know. And then you don't know what you should do, really. And then, you, I mean, one thing that's good about it, which is a saving grace, is that the audience all, like, they, it's like they try extra hard to be there for you because they all imagine how awkward it must feel for you. Yeah. Like, it's rare that anyone's like, oh, this guy sucks with no sound. Like, no one's going to do that. Hmm. Hmm. Derek, sorry for texting back so early this morning. Oh, yeah, for the record, Derek, I, I try. Uh, I got your message at five this morning. I can't believe, first of all, you 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 built. Go to go, go to the Derek Sagan at Instagram and see what he's up to in his backyard. This lunatic, he's uh, nonstop woodworking. So good. And we were there just on the weekend. Yeah, we're it's Wednesday on the weekend. He was like, oh, here I'm gonna I'm gonna put a. Um, a bar, build a little tiki bar. I was thinking that'd be a few weeks, a month down the road. By August, he'd have a tiki bar. He sent us a picture last night, and I th- believe he posted it on Instagram as well. He built a bar, and so um, it's nice. It's not. It's I can't believe how fast it was with lots of little details like that lighting and everything. Yeah. So go to uh, the Derek Sagan Instagram and check out Self-taught. his his daily content of woodworking and other things, comedy and such. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for the record, I got your message at five a.m. Was going to reply, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to wake him up for sure." So I didn't reply, and then I, I see at six, Jen was like, "Ping, ping, <laughs> hey, wow, ping, amazing, ping, ping, pong, pong, <laughs> ping, pong, pong." PM says good morning. Oh my God! PM took a screenshot yesterday when that centipede was in here. <laughs> Did you see it? He posted it on Facebook. No. Something along the lines of "This is what fear looks like," or something like that. <laughs> and you know what? When it happened, I was thinking of PM. I'm like, shit. He's gonna isolate this. No way. And there's a picture of me, and I'm basically like this. I'm just like full of fear. <laughs> You'd think I was watching someone get murdered. No, it's just a half-inch centipede that I had to. <laughs> eliminate as soon as it happened i thought i was the whole time that whole centipede debacle centipede gate was happening i was thinking of pm i'm like oh my he's gonna isolate this for sure actually Mm. right after right after the show i'm uploading yesterday's files and today's anyway did you send him stuff already no the other stuff no 
Uh, uh, uh. I know, I know, I know. You're too busy. Well, no, that's no excuse. This is a top, top priority. What is it? So one of the first gigs I had were a, with a bad mic. I'll never forget it. It was the Players Club in Cornwall, which is no longer. It was a strip club <laughs> that wasn't doing so well. So they thought, hey, you let's... you know, real players go to strip clubs. No, Anyways, you know keep going. The, uh, so what does that mean? What do you mean? I don't know. Like if you're a good player, if you're a good player and you're really good at like picking up women oh i guess you go to strip clubs i don't know in my i if you're a regular in a strip club i'm assuming you're not great at picking up women because mm. you don't really see naked well, women in your own life maybe the much. ultimate player move is picking up a stripper because that's no easy feat it's not well i imagine not why well, they probably get uh, probably everybody tries to pay hey, come to my hotel after or whatever and they probably like really? ev- i imagine so Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a stripper. I can't speak for them, but I'm not a stripper. I figure a lot of people try to. What if tri- I found out? Like, what if I found out you were stripping on the side? <laughs> what if you found out it was stripping on the side and it bought and paid for this house? What would you do? <laughs> I don't know. That is a really, really interesting question. You know the dancing bear. Do you know the dancing bear? It's like uh, bachelorette parties. And I would you know. not be happy. I can tell you that much. But I'd be also happy that it, that's a real conflicting thing. What about if I was stripping and I was bringing home all this money? I already know the answer to this. What? That you would be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand that. Well, because I know where I stand and I know that if, you know, it's a means to an end and uh, you got to pay your way through college. And you wouldn't mind that. Like many, no, many, I've, many. I've, I say that. No, I wouldn't be okay with that. Many people are looking at me naked. I would not be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, I have no strip. No, but it's, but I, I imagine, I imagine you don't think people try to pick them up all the time, like take it out of the strip club. Imagine you're getting a lap dance from oh, some, yeah. someone, and they're like, "Oh, right. just come to my hotel after like businessmen on trips and stuff." Yeah. So I imagine they get it so much that it must be hard to pick up a stripper because... Right. Do we have any strippers? Please leave us a comment. And is strippers now derogatory? I'm feeling like it's not okay. (laughs) I feel like it's aggressive. (laughs) Exotic dancer? Maybe, yeah. Uh, Dancer. Just dancer? Titty dancer? If you just say (laughs) dancer, I find that's a little bit... I'm, I was just Exotic dancer just sounds like someone dancing, but they're from Venezuela or something. <laughs> Venezuela. The uh, stripper's not bad, right? I mean, they strip their clothes off. I don't know. I, I, you know, sometimes you don't know what's offensive until you say it. Like um, this world our, friend, our friend Roz is a massage therapist, and I called her a masseuse, and she All was right. like, how dare you? How it's, dare you? How dare you? It's not masseuse. It's massage therapist. Masseuse, she she was very offended by that. And so, you know. Masseuse is a rub and tug. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's hard to pick up a masseuse. Oh, it must be. After the old tug, you're like, so, well, how no, about no, dinner? No, but what if you were just a massage therapist? That would be even hard, too. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's next level hard. That's like if you go to the doctor and they check your nutsack and you're like, hey, you like what you see down there? How's dinner <laughs> <Yeah>. tonight? <laughs> well, that's kind of like when I went for that one 
Like a massage therapist is clinical um, uh, and it's for injuries or whatever. A masseuse is literally to get you off. I don't really. I I feel like masseuse is like an old term for a massage therapist. I feel like it's. I feel that was the distinction she made. What? She said masseuse is a rub and tug. Well, maybe that's what she considers it to be. But I think Mm. masseuse, when it first came out, was kind of like. uh, what's an example of an old term? And then it's like janitor versus custodial engineer. Don't. That's not real. <laughs> custodial engineer. Well, that would probably be that if you applied for a job, you'd probably be applying for a custodial engineer now. Oh, my God. Maybe I don't know. Not. I thought janitor, janitor. Is that always just a joke? It's got to be. Maybe. Was that an airhead moment? Garbage uh, man is not, or person, sorry, is not garbage okay, person. It's here. I got it. Waste management consultant. Stewardess, flight attendant. Oh yeah, that's what I but mean. But why is stewardess bad? I don't know. I, I don't get it. Vanessa says, "Ha ha ha!" My sister is also a massage therapist and says the same thing, Jen. Yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> like if you're. St- I wonder if strippers call themselves strippers or they just call themselves dancers. They call themselves dance therapists. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Dance therapists? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this what a, what a world we live in, it's crazy. hard to know what's, what's what. Yeah. Just, uh, I was going to make a joke and I won't. <laughs> I won't. You can't make jokes anymore. Resist. 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 Resist the urge to say something where people will write letters. So anyway, this gig at Players Club in Cornwall, I was uh, new into comedy. This is like 12 years ago. 12 or 13 years ago. And so (sighs) were there strippers walking around and everything? No. It was a Wednesday night, so it was comedy night. Oh, there weren't any strippers at all? No, I don't remember. I don't think so. How could you not remember that? I don't know. I I don't think so. I anyway, it was the players club and they weren't doing shit hot, so they thought, "Hey, let's let's add a comedy Wednesday night here to boost business." It sounds like I'm doing the bit about it, but I know. <laughs> um I'm like, "Do I have to fake laugh now? No. I've heard this joke like 5,000 times." 5,000? <laughs> I haven't done it in years. <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh You've heard a lot of my jokes like more than 5,000 times. I don't know. More than five. I don't think I've seen you perform 5,000 times. Well, it's an exaggeration for effect. Holy shit. Do I have to like sign everything you say? It's no longer. You can't say exaggerate. You have to say inflammatory engineering. (laughs) Inflammatory engineering. I've inflammatory engineered these facts to for humicomical purposes. You're frilly, frilly emphasizing things. Humor comical. Anyway, it was the Players Club on a Wednesday night. I was with Alistair McAllister was hosting. And geez, it's so funny. You go through these these intense experiences and you think, I'll never forget this. And I can't remember who else was on the show right now. (laughs) I just know Alistair was hosting. I was doing, I mean, I was new-ish, so... It must have just been a like fifteen minute set or something. It was a yuck yucks gig in Cornwall, the Players Club. Show up. There's no spotlight or anything. The stage is lit up. It's black lights everywhere. 
you know, the CSI black light DNA lights where you yep. can see just any little fuzz on your shirt. It's that kind of light and neon pink lights. There's a stage in the middle of the room and there's brass railings around the stage and a brass pole in the middle of the stage. And there's people seated all around the stage, but sparse and it's not very busy at all. And a few horny men, you can tell, that did not know it was comedy night. That's so awkward. There's a DJ that was bringing up Alistair or just saying his name essentially in the mic. But he was doing it from the DJ booth, which was far from the stage. So Alistair had to, and there was only one mic. So the DJ was like, give it, welcome to Yuck Yuck's Comedy Night at Players Club. Please give make some noise for your host and MC, Alistair McAllister. And then he had to then take the mic from the guy and walk through the audience and be like, Cornwall, how you guys doing tonight? And so he's walking through and the mic is cutting out. Every he's like, oh my god, Cornwall, have you ever? Jeff, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And I remember going up, and and Did actually, you I think poop I had your to pants. Do, I had to do a half hour. I remember because I hadn't done that long. You must have needed to poop your pants. Well, I need to poop my pants all the time when I go. Comedy keeps you regular, by the way. But I, uh, yeah, often now to this day, it's it's not like a nervous thing. I just oh, got to poop before pre-show PSD. And yeah, so Alistair goes on stage and he's like, uh, Survivor, you know, whatever his bits, and but it's always cutting. He's like, And then I went up, and same thing, I wasn't used to a, a no sound, but also oh. a 360 degree stage. So I yeah. kept just walking in circles. Oh, uh, it, it was hard, it was a hard gig. I just bombed for. 30 minutes Ugh. and then uh, left, but... Uh, you know what's funny is I'm, I cringe at memories of me doing the same. I've never done a strip club, but I think about those gigs that are so hard, but I also weirdly have these fond memories. There's like some fondness about that. Because well, everybody goes through them and you're not alone. Like Yeah, and also just remembering the excitement and the nervousness and like just being a new comic is this very... Like exciting you, it means so much to you you know oh yeah it's everything you think i'm gonna be a big star from this one set and and if you if it's different if you're on a show and you bomb and everyone else kills that's like oh my god what have i done but when everybody struggles and it's a hard show and it's kind of fun you're just like well we're in this together yeah like this is this is a great story later it's a story and like every time you bump into that person, remember that terrible gig at the Players Club in Cornwall? Yeah. I can't believe I don't remember who else was on that gig. It's probably like Peter Grunstra or someone. Someone local? Yeah. P- Peter's not doing stand-up anymore, eh? is he? No, I just saw a picture of him. Uh, Don Kelly, Wafik, Peter, and Nick Carter got together and took uh, saw a picture at Don's house. Mm. Anyway, that's very inside. Not only inside comedy, inside Ottawa comedy. Inside two th- <laughs> inside inside two thousand eight Ottawa comedy. AKA not interesting. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah. What else, Jenny? Hmm. What have we covered? Stripping? There was something else I wanted to say about that. You should write notes so you don't forget because then it's gone. Well, I know. Well, I know. Mm. Oh, the pre-show song. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it was by Jenny G. My alter ego. Yeah, it was the Costco song. There is a video that goes with it, and it's the songs you've done are really the songs are great, but they're extra great with the uh, video Agreed. element because it's a comedy thing. So go check out just YouTube Jenny G Costco, and it'll come out mm-hmm. come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is, is it love song? But I I just YouTubed Jenny G Costco is the first thing. Oh, so you found it. Well, I played it. Didn't you hear it? No, no, no. But you found it that like just by putting that in it. Yeah, Jenny okay. G Costco. It came up. Okay. And uh, so go on YouTube and check it out. It's a song about Costco. Yeah, in Don't case you love it already. It kind of gives it away when we give out the punchline, okay. but whatever. 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 And that was shot by Joe Wankoff and Ilka. Yeah. So good. Yeah. They're very good. Very good. Very legit, lucky to have legit filmmakers. That experience. It was great. Okay. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. Here's your daily dose for Wednesday, July 1st, Canada Day. By the way, I'm surprised you have one. You got up so late today. What? A daily dose. I know. I thought, oh, no, there's not going to be anything. I know. I couldn't get up. I had, I don't know if anyone's tried CBD oil. Dope head. To help sleep. It's CBD. No, it's like almost no THC. But the CBD, um, I have a couple different kinds, and one is this really intense it's all concentrated, so it's not much liquid, but it's actually more potent than I think. So I, I, I did four pumps last night. And, oh, yeah. Just I, after my four pumps. <laughs> Stop bragging. Four to eight pumps, roll over and pass out. <laughs> Welcome to our sex life. Romance. So uh, There's here- something to be said about four to eight pumps 11 years in. Come on. Yeah. You'd think enough. it'd be between... Uh, 60 and 100 pumps. <laughs> All right, this is enough um, pumping talk. Would you talk. mind turning down the volume in my headphones, please? Just a touch, just a hair. Thank How's you. How's that? Yeah, me, 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 me. That's way more comfortable. I have you, sen- you, you, you. I have sensitive little ears, you know. So here we go. So um, you'll, I think you'll find this interesting, Jewel slash go ahead. concerning. Uh-oh. An anti-government pro-gun movement linked to recent violence in the U.S. is gaining supporters in Canada, prompting warnings from experts over the often hateful violent remarks against pro- protesters. So this kind of relates to yesterday when I was talking about how um, many companies have dropped their ads from Facebook mm-hmm. because there's groups on Facebook that are inspiring hate like this and and um anyway i don't know anything about this i'm just learning about it but in the u.s have you heard of boogaloos no in the u.s boogaloos have recently been in this in the spotlight after some showed up heavily armed i think she was working at the players club that night (laughs) no that's boogaloos all right (laughs) after after some showed up heavily armed at anti-lockdown and Black Lives Matter demonstration. So I guess they're against that. I guess they're against anything anything the government's doing. Mm. Actually, it's not the government. Black Lives Matter is not the government. No. Um, there are no reports of boogaloos at Canadian protests, but online 
The movement has inspired at least two Facebook pages in Canada by Canadian administrators. So there's the Facebook pages were identified by CBC News, and that's where I got the story. And they have they were created in the in just in the last six months, and in that time they have grown to 800 followers. And you know what? We have more followers than them. So <laughs> Julian Dion show has more followers. Just saying. More followers than the Boogaloo movement. Pick that up, CBC. <laughs> that kind of support is cause for concern, they say. Um, so, yeah, the administrator, they're not going to identify the name of the group. And I kind of get, I get that. Because probably lots it's of people would go to the group. Boogaloo, the Canadian chapter? <laughs> no. I think it's called Boogaloo, eh? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then there's this other page that was shut down. Uh, it was called the Crazy Canucks Big Canadian Igloo. Do you see what's happening there? And it's spelt with K's. Yeah. Why are they naming that page? I think because it's shut down now. Oh. That had attracted nearly 800 followers before Facebook removed it last week following an inquiry from CBC. So good on CBC for getting the attention and then getting it shut down. They Facebook says they continue to remove content using Boogaloo and related terms when accompanied by statements and images depicting, but then they're just going to not use the word Boogaloo in certain terms. You know How what are mean? you going to be taken seriously with a name like Boogaloo? Yeah, true. We rise up against totalitarian governments. We are Boogaloo. <laughs> Boogaloo. Sounds like, it sounds like Pokeroo. Boogaloo. Oh my God, that's an old reference. <laughs> Do you know what po- po- Pokeroo is? Uh, no. Does anyone know? Comment below and I'll sure. reveal it at the end. So, and it's a very, I think it's an Ontario thing too, and you grew up in New Brunswick. Um, I've got a Pokeroo right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard Pokeroo? No. <laughs> I've got a Pokeroo right now. <laughs> Have you seriously never heard of Pokeroo? I have, maybe. Let me Google it. No, don't. Wait and find out what the comments say. Don't worry about it. Don't Google it right now. No. Yes. Why did you look it up? What would have comment what would a comment have done? I just want it to be I'm not saying anything. I want it to play out. Yeah, but it doesn't in my head people don't know what I've seen just now. Mm. So I think this is kind of ironic and I like the way that this journalist took the angle on this story, but Donald Trump, the Donald Trump era began Who's that? <laughs> in 2015. And he, with a promise to build a wall between the United States and Mexico. And five years later, now the Trump era may end with citizens in much of the rest of the world, Canadians in particular, insisting on a virtual wall between themselves and the United States because the cases are crazy of COVID-19 still in the U.S. And it's kind of funny how he was like, no one can come in. It's like, no, you stay in there. We don't want you coming out. Mm -hmm. With the U.S. um, adding 40,000 new cases of COVID-19 each day, the European Union is leaving the U.S. off the list of 15 countries whose citizens soon will be allowed to visit its 27 member nations. So that's kind of interesting. Mm. I know that some, you know, many people are, well, I don't, I know that there are definitely going to be some people that 
are upset about not being able to go cross border. Um, certain cities, Windsor and Sarnia, that's a little tough on them because it's going to affect tourism. But obviously, this is what we need to do until until there's some kind of a herd immunity or uh, a vaccine. Yeah. Well, we're on the way to human herd immunity if everybody's getting it like that. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm guilty of slowly not taking it as serious, but it's, or seriously, and it's, um, it's obviously still a big thing. Yeah, it really is. And I think you're not really taking it. You're, you're, you know, I think you're doing well. I think you're. Yeah, but I'm not as fearful as I was. I know. I was full of fear in the beginning. I was like, I'm never leaving the house. Now I'm like going clubbing. Clubbing, going to uh, the Players Club, mm-hmm. going to Boogaloo, Boobaloo's, going to Masseuses. <laughs> ah, shit. You had a masseuse story earlier, a massage therapist, and you, you didn't finish it. I said, I think I cut you off. Mm. Breaking news, I cut Jen off. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fake laugh. It wasn't. <laughs> the, uh, you said something about it. it's kind of like when I went and then I, I was like boogaloo and plowed through with something. You probably interrupted me with something really important. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember, but I do love going for massage. I remember going. You're such for, an inflation engineer. <laughs> I remember going to this. I had this like coverage through this artist union. Long story short, for you can it covered. Um, uh, massages, and I. I was love like, how you're like. Long story short, it covered seventy percent. There was a deductible of about a hundred dollars. No, so no, that no meant but it's interesting. Wa- no, no, no. It's a, it's a part of the story. Shut, shut, mm. shut, shut, shut. Uh, up, 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 up. So, and I go for a massage, and I'm really um, excited. I don't know what to think because I haven't gone to lots of massages, but feel like I really could use one. They had shiatsu. Oh my gosh, language. <laughs> so. You had an option of 30 minutes, 60 minutes, or 90 minutes. And I was like, who the hell goes for 90 minutes? That's insane. That's so long. So I was like, I'll just try the 30 minutes. And then I went for the 30 minutes. Oh, my God. It feels so good. So good. You went that, 30 minutes? Yeah, for, at first. 30, 60, or 90? You had had the option. I thought, oh. who who the hell goes for 90? That's too long. Masseuses anyway, give a 5-minute, 10-minute, or 15-minute. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Oh, come on. Mr. Interrupter. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it is it is funny. Sorry. I was obsessed with getting the story out. So then, so then after the 30 minutes, I was like, what is over? It literally felt like five minutes. Then I bumped it up to an hour and I thought, ooh, here we go. An hour is going to, maybe it'll be too long. I don't know. I go in again. Seems like five minutes. Anyway, I ended up by the end of it going to this woman an hour and a half, 90 minutes, and I I still felt like it flew by. That's how good it feels. <sighs> That's the story? Yeah. I thought it was... <laughs> what? So the ending of the story is, felt good. <sighs> well, I could do more, but... No, I thought you fell asleep. I did fall asleep. I thought that's what the story you were telling. Oh, okay. not just it felt good. I did feel I did fall asleep, and unless you didn't want to so share. It's so embarrassing. That. No, no, no. And it's so embarrassing, right? Because you don't. That's how relaxed you are with a stranger. You're just falling asleep in this room, and not only it's not that it's not embarrassing that I fell asleep, 
but it's embarrassing because I woke myself up to like a snort. Like I was like face down, smushed face and into this bed and into this cushion. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I wake myself up with a... (laughs) So embarrassing. And then you leave so relaxed. You feel like weird. You've, You've gone to this other like world. You feel so... I felt high. Like I... I remember driving home thinking, I don't know if I should be driving right now. I'm so relaxed that I feel oh, so good. Yeah, sleeping or waking someone up is so vulnerable. It's so intimate. It's uh-huh, like that makes me think of that story. Oh, uh, in uh, Chateau Frontenac. No, um, when you had to get to your shift at McDonald's. Oh yeah, you just are so. I know it's a big story. Uh, I'll tell it maybe later. <laughs> But it's just vulnerable when you, you you ever fall asleep in front of other people in a car or something. You wake up, you're all like shy, you're like uh, shy. Like, I don't know. It's it's like why is that so vulnerable? Or when we woke up that um, dog sitter we had at that hotel in Quebec City, we told the story when the dog shit in the car. Yes. And she was in our room with the dog and we got back around midnight or one and I go to open the door and she's, it's like blocked cause she, and then I push and there's this 60 year old woman just on the ground like <laughs> sleeping with the dog and I woke her up her eyes are all red she's like oh hey yeah, I was sleeping I was like oh it's so intimate like I felt like I was in her bedroom in her bed oh that story I know what you mean I thought yeah, yeah I was confusing the story when I, I love to, that uh, story all right, maybe I'll tell it after the I, I really love that story so, uh, in other news, it's sad, but Carl, Carl Reiner has passed away. Do you know who oh, Carl yeah, Reiner is? Oh, of course. Is? He apparently was one of the most beloved yeah. men in Hollywood. Like, everybody loves him as a person. Not only that, has really had a really huge, uh, profound effect on the comedy world and uh, was part of the Dick Van Dyke show. His son is Rob Reiner, who's yeah. also very, very... Uh, Beloved. Yes. And he, if you, you may have seen uh, Carl Reiner in most recent years. He was part of the Ocean's Eleven movie mm-hmm. with George Clooney, etc. And uh, yeah, so he was, but he lived a full life. He was like in his 90s, right? 91, 92? He, he, no, he was 98. 98? Holy shit. So... He lived a very full life. Still sad, but, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, Shit's going to go down. Mm. Yeah. Here's a, a good news story <laughs> that this yep. is the first time in the Daily Dose uh, ever. I'm going to be reading this story alongside with you. I haven't, because I got up late, but I have a... Am I reading it with you? No, it's just, I've oh. never read it before. I've, I only know the headline. So l- we're just going to share the story together as a group. Because I don't know what it is yet. Okay. So, it seemed like the stuff of quarantine nightmare. Two Missouri hairstylists started feeling ill just one day after returning to work at their station. They ended up testing positive for COVID-19, but not until they had already given haircuts to 140 clients. Public health officials in Springfield braced for the worst as all of those who'd had appointments with the with the two Great Clip, I guess that's the name of the, the business, Great Clips, stylists went to get tested. When the results came back, they were shocked and relieved to find out that no, none 
not one of the salon customers had tested positive. That goes to show you how well the masks work. Mm. Isn't that awesome? I'm just glad Marge is okay. How did... What do you mean? It happened in Springfield. Marge Marge Simpson's... Anyway, dumb joke. Go ahead. Oh, my God. How did things turn out so well? One reason might be that all employees and patrons at the hair salon were required to wear masks. It now seems like the policy saved everybody from contracting the virus. The result appears to be the one of the clearest real-world examples of the ability of masks to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Come on, that's a great story to show that masks work. Because hairstylists get up in your business. Yeah, but conspiracy theorists won't see it that way. They'll just see that it's obviously a hoax and you can't... Like, it's... Actually, in Kingston... There's a a hairstylist that had it and gave it to 30 people. I wonder if she was wearing a mask. Who knows? But anyway, that's sort. What? What? Are you okay? Jules. Hello? Oh, that was so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's your daily dose for today on oh. Canada Day, July 1st, 2020. That's a good uh, story to end on. Well, I like it, except you put a damper on it saying that someone in Kingston. Well, it wasn't to put a damper. There. It was just to uh, give a similar story about sometimes. I'm going to look that story up and see. Yeah, look it up, actually. Can you right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from <laughs> coast to coast. Daily Dose. I realize this move is so disgustingly, uh, uh, I don't know, phallic or awful. Oh, interesting. Vanessa said, yep, all the stylists were wearing masks. It was from a client. So I wonder if the client wasn't... So I guess obviously the client wasn't wearing a mask. See, that's the thing that people still don't understand. Like I even... I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, oh, well, be careful. Um, and then they were like, yeah, I wore my mask. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't protect you. And then I was talking to someone <laughs> the other day and and uh, I'm like, sanitize your hands. And they're like, oh, it's like... Why complain about that? Just do it. I know exactly who that was. <coughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Is that a COVID cough? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell that story quickly about how <laughs> uh, waking someone up or sleep is so vulnerable. I was 15 years old and my buddy, uh, Laurent, I'll name him. I don't care. He deserves to be named. Uh, he, I say buddy. He's my best friend. Top group of friends. And uh, he was 16, I was 15, we're a few months apart, and I was working at McDonald's at the time. And I spent the night at his place, and we were drinking, as you do when you're 15, you know, drink a six-pack and call Mm -hmm. it a night. So, but he had convinced me to spend the night, my parents were going to come get me. And uh, on the night of, he's like, ah, stay, I'll drive you tomorrow morning to work. Uh, it's a 10-minute drive to McDonald's from his house at the time. And I was like, yeah, but I'm working at, it was ridiculously early, like 
eight, so I had to be there at seven. He's like, I got you. Don't worry, I'll drive you. I'm like, promise. He's like, yes, of course. Just, just drink this beer and relax. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we're just, you know, drinking in his basement. He's living with his mother. Sure enough, seven a.m. Woke up hungover, and I wake him up. I'm like, buddy, you have to drive me to the hospital. Or the hospital. <laughs> you have to drive me to McDonald's. I got to go to work. He's like, oh, I can't. I'm like, I'm I'm actually late already. Please. <laughs> I, he's like, no, I can't. I can't drive you, man. Just go ask my mom. Oh my god. I'm like, what? He's like, just go go upstairs and wake her up. Just she'll drive you. She's it's fine. Just go go wake her up. I'm like, I'm begging you, please fucking drive me now. I gotta go to work and I'm late. Yeah, like you wanted to go and wake up. How? What time was it again? It was like seven a.m. Like as if you want to go wake up his mother on a Saturday morning. So sure enough, now I'm stuck. I have no other option. <laughs> and this, I didn't have cell phones or anything like that. Or and I'm like, oh my god, no Uber, no Uber, no anything. And of course, I couldn't call. You're so scared of authority when you're 15. You just don't want to do the right thing all the time. You don't want to be late or anything. So I'm like, oh my god. So I go upstairs. He's like crashes again, passes out. I go upstairs. His, there's it's just quiet in the house. <laughs> you can hear like a clock on the wall. It's, it's just complete <laughs> silence. And then I go to his mother's bedroom, door closed. I open it. Think how intimate this is. His mother is sleeping in there. I open the door and it's I, I I'll never forget the visual. A lot of pink. There was like pink <laughs> like uh, doilies. Doil there was doilies on everything. There's like pink like sheer like that seafood <laughs> kind of bed. <laughs> yeah, it was like just, that canopy bed I think I made up in memory after but <laughs> she's just a lot of pink everything and she was just sleeping like an angel on her side facing me. Uh, like facing the door so I walk up to the side of her bed and she's fully asleep and uh, and I'm like <laughs> I say her name I won't say it on the air but I'm like I say it, I start shaking her shoulder and I'm like <laughs> 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 uh, let's call her Nancy I'm like Nancy Nancy and I'm like shaking her shoulder and then she just opens her eyes up like a serial killer <laughs> like you know how in movies you think the the bad guy's dead and there's like a close up on the face and then the eyes just dart open like it's not like a slow waking up it's just like wide awake her eyes just dart open she's Julien I'm like hey uh, could you do me a favor I need to drive I'm late and I have to be driven to work would you drive me to work <laughs> she was in the pink um, nightgown <laughs> and she was I mean she's so sweet uh, to this day uh, obviously and uh, so she had no problem. She drove me, jumped in the car. She got dressed. And uh, I remember just sitting in the passenger seat and just chatting the whole way. And I was mortified. <laughs> got to work super super late and uh, worked my shift. But just that, that notion of walking into somebody's bedroom and waking them up, especially when you're 15 and it's somebody's parent. You're, I don't know. You walk in the bedroom. It's kind of like you break the seal of the door and you walk in it's like okay this i don't know it's also when you're a teenage boy especially a teenager in general but teenage boys are so awkward socially like they don't know how to act yeah do you know what i mean like 
Just like shaking her shoulder. And for you to walk in as like a 15 year old boy, it's so, it's extra awkward. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out something very exciting just happened. What happened? Doug is now not only top fan, but he is top fan plus one, just like me. I think. How did that happen? I think he and I are the only ones that are top fan plus one. Well, how did that happen? What I don't understand how things happen. I know he went from like not top fan and wanting to be top fan to to top fan plus one. Well, so how did he find out? Did he get an email from Facebook? I just noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed right now, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Did he, did he comment? Does he know? Yes, he oh. goes. This day is going to be great. Got top <laughs> fan status. Yes. <laughs> and then he goes, "Such an amazing story. What an amazing lady." Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Oh, this, she to, is. To this day, she. Uh oh, internet connection unstable. Uh, whatever. She's, uh, yeah, to this day, I saw her uh, not long ago, and uh, yeah, she's so sweet and kind. and uh, she, she really is. She does this thing where she kisses you, like on the neck, ear area, and it hurts, like so hard. She, I was like, ah. <laughs> and by the way, when I say go to gringosblazingsauces.com, that's homage to her. Because when, when my buddy Laurent was living in Australia for three months or six weeks or whatever the hell it was, um, she, I was talking to her on the phone and she was, I don't know, giving me an email or taking an email. So she's like, and then at the end, that's what she said. She goes at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only person I've ever heard say that. Well, I heard, I heard your dad say something similar. And I say this because I'm in complete admiration of the fact that he is... Or was so disconnected. This was before he was a Facebook um, user, like account hol- holder. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's just a rural guy who is doesn't have a cell phone. I, I just can't imagine that kind of peace and freedom where you're just like working the land, hanging out on the land and barely ever even going shopping. I mean, he just has a very peaceful existence. He's virtually off the grid. And I remember him saying, how do you spell calm? Yeah. Like for the dot com, mm-hmm. I should have said C-A-L-M. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked up fan plus one on Facebook, top fan plus one. Mm-hmm. It says a top fan means that a follower of a, pa- of a page interacts through like oh it doesn't yeah we know that no i know i know i was just trying to figure out what top plan plus one meant google it during this commercial okay this episode once again is brought to you by gringos blaze blazing sauces.com go to gringos blazing sauces.com for a wide selection of the best hot sauces you'll ever put your mouth on wait what put inside you come again Gringo's Blazing Sauces, some of the best hot sauces, salsas, jellies, and grilling sauces that you can find. Top fan plus one, Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his wife, Laura, our friends and yours, are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every time. They lock it down. It's so good. Uh, Our fridge is full. uh, Fill up your fridge. Literally, we've got such different variety of flavors. Flavors and heats and salsa. The salsas are so good. I eat them by the jarful. 
and uh, there's a different hot sauce for every meal. There's and there's pairings directly on the bottles what they go well with. You can go on the website and get all sorts of ideas. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over 40 bucks in Canada and they ship all over North America. That's gringosblazingsauces.com. Do yourself a favor, go to gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> Um, I love how you were introduced him as a top fan plus one Doug Knight. <laughs> that's his new thing. Uh, I can't believe that Sopranos were on the last episode. No, I I'm don't depressed. Say it. Don't I actually, say it. I don't want to watch. I think I, I'm 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 of two minds. I'm like part of me wants to watch Aww, it, and I the know. other part is like if I never watch the last episode, I'm always part. This universe, the Sopranos universe, is always alive. Yeah, it's really like having friends around like actually i never finished the story yesterday because he laughed chris my friend chris said uh that uh, his mom always watches fraser like starts season one to yeah. the end and then starts all over it's just always almost always playing in her house he's like why the hell are you always watching fraser and she said uh it's just like having old friends around like i just hear their voices and whatever and he does that with Sopranos. He rewatches it every other year or year or whatever. Anyway, and this is my first time through it. And, jeez, uh, it's depressing to think that it's going to be all over in one I episode. I know. It's kind of like when you read a book you really like and then it's over. It's like a part of you kind of dies <laughs> and i know how it ends i won't tell you because you don't know anything I, I don't know how i don't know what happens in the final episode i just know the final scene like what i feel like we need to just watch it i know but then it's over i know we'll have to start watching it almost immediately well we could we could do it once a year i, I bet you if we watched it because you forget i think we should give it a little bit of a time because then it'll be you do forget a lot of things, and it's such oh, a good show so that good. there's nothing wrong with watching it over again because you'll notice different things. And you know when you you know when Ozark we had to wait a year or so for the next yeah. season. It's amazing what you can forget. So you mm -hmm. know what we should do now? We should go back and watch because we were saying we wanted to watch Breaking Bad again. Yeah, or something like that. Watch or watch another show, another se uh, full thing. Of a show. Oops. Wow. Is that a show? What is that? He worked hard. He shared. He liked. And finally it happened. Doug became a top fan. He shared. <laughs> he one. shared. And he shared. Then he became a top fan plus one. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug uh. says that's tough. It's such a great show. It's the best I'm show ever made. I'm in season five watching it for the fifth time. Fifth. Wow. That's Okay, so how, Doug, what is it like by the fifth time? Are you still, obviously, you're still really enjoying it. Oh, it's sad. And it's also extra sad that you know he's dead I in know. real life. We're in the middle of it. And we're at the end of it. Sopranos. No. It's not gonna work <laughs> on that one. We got this advice from Top Fan Plus One Doug, <laughs> who's watched Sopranos not three, not four, but five times. He's now towards the end of it, and we're at the end of the first run, Jen's second run, and here's all I have to say about it. When it's over, you feel like you've lost some friends. 
I'm not talking about the show, I mean real friends, oh Sopranos, we don't want to see you goes. <laughs> Here we go. We've uh, lived in the Sopranos universe for what, two, three months maybe, but now it's time for it to end. And we're about to lose our friends, Sopranos, Doug Knight, <laughs> Doug Top Knight. Fan, Last <laughs> One. Yeah, not feeling it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, Sopranos. That's great. Mm-hmm. This one's called "Slap Me." All right. So today on Seinfeld. Ooh, it's a bass slap bass. Take that bass line for a walk. Ow. Sopranos. Sopranos. Ow. Sopranos and Gringos. <laughs> That's a good combo. Ow. While you're watching Sopranos, go ahead and <laughs> enjoy some Gringos. And make some fresh pasta and throw on some Gringos. Ow, ow. Make a gabagool sandwich and throw on some spicy hot sauce. Yeah, Gringos. <laughs> gabagool. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to have to get some gabagool. Maybe I need to get some gabagool for us for our last episode. Gabagool, by the way, is capicola, but that's how they say it. Should I get some gabagool mm-hmm. and then we can watch the last epi? Do we have any comments? Yes. Okay. Did you did you pretty much catch up? If I feel that I did. Yes, I do. Yeah, I did. I sure did. It was all in the moment. A lot of happy Canada days from all of our friends. Which is great. It looks like somebody posted a link to the live show that's happening in Wakefield, which I'm oh, surprised. Oh, yes. Oh, they posted a link? It looks like it. What kind of link? Let me see. It says watch live. Live Can- Canada National Day. Or maybe. Oh, that's weird. What? I don't know what this is. This is just a link for watch live. Maybe that's just a spam or something. On our Who posted it? Asif Ahmed. Oh, we'll look at it. All right. Thanks to Asif Ahmed for watching. Thanks <laughs> to you for watching. We appreciate you. We are live Mondays through Fridays on Facebook at 7 a.m. Eastern, 8 Atlantic. The Julian Dion Show also available on Apple Podcasts, Google's Podbook, Google, and Spotify and more. That's the thing. Don't tell me. People often tell me, oh, I don't get up early enough. I've missed your show. It's... It's great if you watch live, sure, but I mean, who? I'm telling this to people watching live. It's not going to change. I mean, it's it's the show is up there all day, forever. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up in the morning, whether that's 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., oh, brand new episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, happy Canada Day up there, up there, down there. Be safe, Gen Z. Love you. Love you. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. And uh, thank you, everybody. Be safe. What? Anyway, that's it. That's all. We'll see you guys tomorrow, July 2nd. And as always, watch your head. I went to school, yeah, I learned a lot Got a degree in what I'm not You spend your life looking for what you already got Such a beautiful 
of time. 